We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today I want to introduce you to Marcello. Marcello and I met the other day here in Mexico. We are sitting in the jungle and Marcello is a stress and anxiety coach. He leads meditations here and I am so excited to sit down with him, share a bit of his story and just let you guys get to know him. So Marcello, thank you for being here and thanks for joining me. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me here in this beautiful little setup in the jungle. Yeah, this Tulum. is the perfect office that everyone needs It to really have. is. This is the ideal <laughs> office situation right here. Yeah, definitely. So I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your experience, and who you are. There are no wrong answers because it's you. So take your know. time, answer as you feel led, and uh, yeah, we'll dive right in. All right. I will uh, do my best to give you the entire authentic picture of my experience. I'm excited I'll for it. I'll try to make it juicy and fun too. Perfect. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we dive right in. The first one is, who do you define yourself as? Yeah, this is a, a really fun one for me because I feel like I know myself more now within this past year, I'll say in the past year, than I truly feel like I've ever known myself before. And what confirms that for me is just the sensation that I have of like really feeling grounded in myself, knowing what I want, what I don't want, what my needs are, what my values are, things like that. Um, and with that, I would say like, who do I define myself as? I bring it down to the most core level and like the most cliche thing you probably hear all <laughs> over Tulum is like spirit having a human experience. Hmm. And I truly mean that because the way that I go through life when I don't get caught up in all the emotions and stuff is I find myself looking at how can I just continue to refine and uncover mm -hmm. like the real core essence of who I am underneath, which is really at the end of the day, awareness. Mm. Um, and, you know, we have the conditioning that kind of piles, you know, the clouds and the dirt and all that stuff on top of it. And yeah, I would say like, I really define myself just as being the spirit underneath. But with that spirit, I have a lot of things that I feel called and sometimes feel like I don't have a choice but to share. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, does that, do you no, feel like that's that beautiful. answers the that, question? Yeah, I think it's great. It's like you are who you are learning to be and it's not just like, oh, I am, I love, I always love that no one ever defines themselves by an occupation yeah. or a relationship status or anything yeah. beyond it. It's like, this is who I am learning to become and this is how I value myself and, and this is who I am and, and yeah. I'm growing into that. So yeah, I think yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's really beautiful. So Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's like what you just said is a beautiful reflection also because it's like, it's constant evolution. You know, it's like once I get to this place, it's like, okay, that door opens and then there's another door in there and life throws these different experiences my way. And it's like, ah, I didn't realize this was in me. And then it's like, oh, uh, I didn't realize I liked that, you know? And it's like- You get to keep becoming. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a constant yeah. becoming. That's why yeah. I say like, we're really just at the end of the day, like awareness experiencing our experience mm -hmm. yeah yeah no yeah. that's awesome uh what is your favorite food yeah 
So, my name is Marcello. <laughs> so, what does that mean for anyone listening in? Well, well, the hint is I'm not Argentinian, I'm Italian. Okay. Um, my favorite, favorite, favorite food is gnocchi. Mm, I okay. love gnocchi. Mm. It's just like a bowl of hugs to me. I love that. Like, for real. Like, yeah. It's like just like these little like if you guys don't know what gnocchi is which i'm assuming everybody does some people call it like gnocchi and yeah. all these different yeah. names but um just like these like pillowy pieces of dough that i don't know they just do something to my body that i'm like really grateful it's for it's a spiritual experience it yeah. really is <laughs> it is yeah. especially with a good italian red sauce yeah for sure yeah, yeah. definitely a little pasta with potato in there and like oh, the whole yeah. thing yeah it's yeah. so good yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome are you reading anything right now i am um i am reading a book i'm reading a book by ramdas and i'm forgetting the name of it but it is a basically like ramdas telling the story of the bhagavad-gita um so i read the bhagavad-gita last year incredible book i read the Tao Te ching before that if people aren't familiar with what i'm referring to these are the like uh like religious texts like sacred texts of um the Tao Te ching is of taoism mm-hmm. typically a chinese oriented religion and then uh bhagavad gita is um, hindu and so typically like came out of eastern culture aka like india and taoism is like very cryptic then you have, like, Taoism is like cryptic and all these different poems that you're trying to understand what's the meaning of. And then the Bhagavad Gita is like straightforward, but also told in a story. And so Ramdas breaks it down. And I could tell you that the name of it is, because I have it right here on my phone, is Path to God Living the Bhagavad Gita by Ramdas. Um, and it's a beautiful listen. That's so, awesome. Yeah. All right, I'm going to add it to the list. Yeah. I, I always joke, I have this, everyone's going to be sick of me saying that. I have an ever-growing list of every <laughs> every guest's recommendation. Um, and then what do I do? I come here and I forgot to bring a book with me this time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so like we're getting, getting behind. getting golden nuggets from each person <laughs> yeah, that comes through. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool, for yeah. sure. <laughs> what would you say is your greatest fear? Yeah, I was afraid of getting to this question. <laughs> um, what is my greatest fear? You know, I've been playing with that a lot. And this has also gone into my journey of the first question of how I define myself. It's like once I could really understand like where my biggest fears are, it's like the awareness around them liberates me because I get to understand, whoa, like this has been controlling me in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, My biggest fear is the fear of not being loved, Mm -hmm. really. Like that's the core Mm -hmm. of I think all fears at some level or Maybe the fear of death is, but the, yeah, like the fear of like not measuring up enough to receive that love and mm. that one, it can, I think it sits with, mm, at least I'll say, you know, United States culture, cause that's mm. what I'm most familiar with, but it sits with a lot of people, just like the feelings of insecurity and lack of confidence. It's fear of not being enough trickles into all parts of life and i've been coming up with it lately and a new relationship that i came across and making decisions to go to different places like having that trust in myself Mm -hmm. because it's not just 
for me, the fear of not being enough with other people. It's also the fear of me not being enough in myself, aka mm -hmm. not trusting myself enough. Mm -hmm. And it's still something that I'm working on every day. Um, and the more that I do work on it, although it's painful as could be sometimes, um, I, you know, it's like brick by brick, mm -hmm. you know, building, building the, the pathway. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's my biggest fear. And then that yeah. just goes into all the other fears. Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. the core kind of. Yeah. There's so much vulnerability and honesty in that, that I really appreciate mm. you sharing that. Yeah. I think that is something for, for most everyone, if we're honest with ourselves, that yeah. a, a not being enough um, and not being enough to get and receive love. We are here to love and be loved. And exactly. And, and when you lose that or you don't feel that or you don't have that, it's there's a part of life that is fully lacking. Yes. And it's yeah. It's a painful part that lacks. So oh my gosh, it's yeah. like it's like w the core of like as a stress and anxiety coach, um, what I have experienced number one in myself, but also within the people that I talk to with this, it's just like we were talking about before is just giving people a safe space where they feel loved mm -hmm. it's like whoa this person blossoms in in mm. a 30 minute phone call mm -hmm. and it's just because they're feeling actually seen mm -hmm. and it's crazy how people like wake up when they're 50 and they're like going through this metamorphosis and recognizing like you know this is this is what i wanted and i it's been like 50 years i feel like i haven't been seen and it's like once we see ourselves initially, that's number one, the world really becomes a playground for us to have fun in instead of go around and like, you know, kind of cower in fear or have the fear mindset. It's like we can in that moment choose love and go down that path once we've unlocked it for ourselves instead of following the, the road of. Yeah, no. The road of, um, yeah, the road of, uh, of fear. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you also brought up like to do that. There's a, there's an aspect of loving yourself that has to be present. Yeah. We can't give that to somebody else, even a close relationship. If, if we don't first accept ourselves, first right. love ourselves, And exactly. yeah, that's, that's a value that I think so many people quickly overlook. Yeah. They say like, Oh yeah. From someone else, it must come or right. from someone else. I must give it, but yeah. from yourself, you must receive it. And from <sighs> yourself, you must give it to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it seems sure. like so simple. Yeah. But damn, it's big. And mm -hmm. I'll give you one more book recommendation, too. Um, if you haven't I'll already read it. I, I, <laughs> I bet you've probably already read it or heard about it. Uh, it's called The Mastery of Love. No, I haven't. It's so. by, I think, uh, the same guy who wrote The Four Agreements. Okay. I forget his name, but a really incredible book on just painting the picture of what you just said of, oh. like, really coming back to yourself okay. before you come to any relationship. And it talks about it in a romantic relationship and family relationship okay. I'll Google the author later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure hmm. yeah what would you say that you value the most number one value for me I, I write my values out every year I change them every year if they feel like they need to be changed that is uh, my health is mm -hmm. number one before anything mental physical spiritual health um, has many different looks as to what it looks like but that's like number one for me because that in my opinion is the platform for us to have the experience with other people mm -hmm. at the level that i want anyway um and then right after that is loving connection that's it's like awesome. what else matters right <laughs> 
yeah they say like you know people pour money into so many things and it's like at the end of your life it's like you don't have your health yeah what are you gonna do with it all exactly yeah. that's why like we're doing yeah. the right thing we're traveling yeah. now yeah you know? <laughs> yeah don't wait <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You never know when the world's gonna lock down and you can't go Exa- somewhere. Oh my <laughs> so gosh! Just you go. say that again. Yeah, we'll leave that rabbit trail alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you felt joy? Wow. Um, yeah. When was the last time that I felt joy? Like really pure, pure, pure joy. I was in a meditation last year. This time last year, almost perfectly. And. I got to a place in myself that I hadn't experienced before where I literally just felt, I don't know if it was just joy or bliss, whatever it was, but I had let go of everything and was just so deeply connected with myself. And with that came the sensation of joy at a, at a very potent level. Hmm. It might've lasted like, 10 minutes 20 minutes but it was extremely powerful um and meditation yeah is a beautiful doorway into being able to create more joy for ourselves but aside from that i would say that a place i experienced joy recently is um meeting a new partner Mm. um within the past you know six weeks uh there has just been a lot of discovering and playfulness and joy as a result at the same time and it's been a, a it's been a journey yeah in, in multiple respects but the joy has most definitely been there that's awesome and i can even see it like your eyes sparkle yeah. and they light up when you start to talk about that so it's mm, it's you. cool there's things that like we value and that we enjoy and it's like when you start to describe it your your body almost is like expressing it for you yeah. and i see that in your face and that's yeah. really cool it's so cool that I, you could see it especially yeah. i, I I can't see it myself. (laughs) We'll get a mirror for you. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Thank you. When was the last time you were afraid and why? Yeah, um, this morning. Hmm. (laughs) Um, I mentioned to you before the podcast that uh, I am in the middle of making a decision for myself on whether I want to stay in Tulum uh, longer or if I want to go to Puerto Escondido and also this woman this partner that i referred to uh has gone to guatemala um and so i think the fear has just come in making the wrong decision Hmm. um even though it's you know you could say there's no there's no wrong decisions it's like every decision is a good decision um i guess it comes down to trusting myself um and as you could tell by my non-swiftness in talking about it it's still (laughs) it's still present for me but yeah just um you know my gut says one thing and i'm like really doing my best to follow that Hmm. but just fear of like it not all coming together maybe how i would hope it to Hmm. and that as i'm saying this is having like a little breakthrough of like just let go of the Hmm. attachment to the result and allow it to come together the way that it's meant to come together Mm. um just a lot i guess on the table of like is there wi-fi there (laughs) am i gonna screw this you know uh, there's there's a lot going on and yeah it's like trouble in paradise because i'm like i'm like feel guilty just like Mm. expressing it because 
me five months ago sitting in Connecticut, uh, I'd be like, oh my God, I would, I want that decision like every week, you know, instead of having to just uh, sit in cold weather in, mm. in uh, the States. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah it's, it's so hard when it's like, there's no wrong decisions yeah. and and we don't know the outcome of so many things in life and i think exactly. that's beautiful but it can so often we were joking earlier about just like you know people with an entrepreneurial mindset and just how you you see options everywhere and it's like i don't want to make the wrong decision it's like what if there really isn't a wrong decision exactly. what if you can change what if it's not permanent what if it's like okay so you go to guatemala and yeah. three days later you go eh, somewhere else yeah. and you can and it's like we are so gifted with such a privilege to be able to do that mm -hmm. to make those decisions that it's like yeah but i so appreciate you just sharing the the openness of the space that you're in right now with that yeah. of just like the the unsurety of that and yeah. uh, and just just yeah. being open about that i think it's so helpful for people to hear that like you know oh we don't all know and it's okay it's exactly. okay to not know it's okay to figure it out it's yeah. okay to sit in it a little too long sometimes so yeah and and that has been the case yeah your reflections and ability to intuitively listen are mm. are very apparent and very clear yeah that's that's it it's like we don't all know none of us i don't think like anybody truly knows right it's like everyone it's trust and it's mm -hmm. like coming down to having faith both in yourself and and also like the guidance of mm -hmm. the higher power whatever mm -hmm. somebody might believe in mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I'm getting clarity here. <laughs> well, good. We'll try. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> that helps. Uh, would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Wow, there's a lot of those. <laughs> Everybody's always like, yes, thousands. <laughs> yes, thousands. Like literally thousands. Yeah. Anything that stands out as monumental for you or? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I can briefly touch on two things. Okay. Um, I came to the stress and anxiety kind of coaching, and I use that stress and anxiety coach title loosely because I don't know how to, it, it's like life is stress and anxiety sometimes. So it's like, it's really, it's like that goes into work, transformation, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, a, a highly transformative experience in my life was when I had um like debilitating anxiety uh mm. back in 2014 um i was seven no i was 18 at the time 26 now and i got so lost in the sauce of anxiety mm. and and the emotions and identifying with it and like just a tornado experience that on the other side i had a profound drive to understand what I experienced and a profound drive to move through it in the highest way possible and so that mo like those that year or so highly transformed my my life in the sense that it just gave me something that I'm like extremely invested in now even to this day and that was like eight years ago mm. um and then yeah just to kind of paint that picture, um, one of the experiences involved with that um, experience was I was graduating high school and I was choosing colleges and I really wanted to kind of like, you know, leave Connecticut, I want to get out of here, start a fresh life, like that type of mindset back in the day. And <laughs> I chose Florida Gulf Coast University. Oh my gosh, beautiful wakeboarding team, like 
it, palm trees everywhere, always sunny, west coast of Florida. And I got accepted, and I was hyped, and also anxious at the time, because this anxiety was ever-pervading during this point in my life. And I went, uh, I, I got accepted, and I had to go to orientation for a weekend, just in the summertime, like two months before I was going to move in. I was in Connecticut in the airport with my uncle who lived near the campus and my father. We were going to go down there just for the weekend, like boys trip, orientation, the whole thing. I had a massive panic attack Mm. in the gate Mm. of the airport and never went to college there. Never went to college, never Mm. went to orientation, never went to college there. And that was towards the end of my experience with anxiety, but it was like... (laughs) It was like, you know, it's darkest before dawn type of situation. Like, it hit. Mm-hmm. So, I ended up going to a school about 20 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. Ended up being a place where I really dived into, you know, all the things that I know now about anxiety and just myself. And then in 2019, the second extremely transformative experience was I got on a plane to go to the other side of the world... To Indonesia hmm. um, for a what turned into about a six month hmm. like experience meeting community diving further into myself building that trust and it was like I explained these situations because I think they really paint a picture of the knowing that I had in myself and the ability to trust myself and also the work that I did on myself back in 2014 when I originally went through the anxiety to get to that point where I could do that. Wow. Yeah. 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 So those were, those are some big ones for me. No, thanks for sharing that. And I think there's like so much that you bring up in there that like, yeah, with the work that you do, it's people go, what qualifies you to do this? And so often the most qualifying thing with anything in our lives is having experienced it ourselves, having seen what can feel like failure in those moments, what can feel like oh my gosh, what is everyone going to say? I didn't even get on this plane. Now I'm not going to school. Now I've changed my direction. Now my life has shifted here. Uh, Now I'm in Indonesia. Now I'm over here. Where these things led you because now you know what it's like to experience that. Now you know what it's like to feel that, to feel that, Mm -hmm. that fear, to feel that stuckness, to feel that, what am I doing? And to be able to help somebody through that is not just life-changing for them, but it's it's so purpose-driven for you, I'm sure. Oh, big time. To say, yeah. like, hold on, I know what you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> just to have somebody be able to sit with you and say, I know what you're feeling. The relatability. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's, there's, there's so few really, truly valuable gifts we can give another person to love somebody, to understand somebody, and to be able to do what you do and understand them in that is, right. is really beautiful, and it's really a yeah. gift you give somebody. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. Thank you very much no. for, uh, for seeing me. Yeah, yeah. it's like w- what, we, what we go through and grow through is often mm. ends up becoming like our greatest gifts to be able to share with other people. Yeah, Which, absolutely. Like, I know you're asking me all the questions. It's something <laughs> I want to dive into understanding you also and just how you came to be hmm. where like where you are where i'm meeting <laughs> yeah. you, you know? like how did what was your story we'll have it, we'll have that chit chat after this for yeah. sure everybody's like wait when do i get to listen in on that yeah. one yeah. Some other time. The questions? <laughs> we'll do that sometime yeah. <laughs> for sure hmm. so you haven't known me for too long but sure. what is something you think you and i have in common well i immediately told you that you hmm. reminded me of home um i think because we both have 
that flair of like the East Coast, uh, United States East Coast in us, um, which gives us a high relatability. Not to mention also Italian. Yes, there's that too. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you just you give me yeah the feeling of hominess and <laughs> like with the hominess comes relaxation. But that's what I find in common with you. The <laughs> other thing that I think is is quite clear is that you are also on a purpose-driven mission Hmm. um i am also uh like really doing my best to lift my heart every day and my gut and my mind bringing them all into unison together and from what i've what i've gathered with you over the maybe four hours that i've known (laughs) you is that you are also very Hmm. in tune with what you want to be creating how you want to be creating it and you're not going to choose a life that somebody else has Mm. determined for you Mm. uh and that is wow that's powerful Mm. yeah that's one of the best parts about being here is like Mm. being able to run into and create connections with people like you Mm. thank you yeah and i would say it is cool there is something about that east coast where you're just like if we like you you know yeah if we we don't you know that too (laughs) and so there is there's this immediate ability of comfortableness that you get to connect with so it's cool to see that and share that with you but also like you're saying that i do see that in you very much of just i know what i'm here for and i know what i want to do with my life and and to choose to do it and to not let somebody else dictate it for you and so it's an honor to share that with you for sure yeah yeah yeah. likewise Mm -hmm. It's, it's special yeah what is something you are looking forward to What's something I'm looking forward to? Um, well, you got the you got the ability to experience this part of this firsthand the other day. Is uh, I was making a decision on if I'm going to hold a meditation retreat or not. Yeah. Um, coming in early June, the first weekend of June, uh, be my first retreat that I've held, and I've been thinking about this for years. So although it brings up some, ooh, you know, like type of uh, you know nervousness, I'm also extremely excited for it uh and i'm looking forward to it and i just have a lot of momentum right now and like really bringing out the vision that i have that's within me uh out into the world um through the youtube videos that i i have made over the years continuing to make more of those and yeah yeah just bringing the internal to external so Mm -hmm. that like we can really all do this together like my Mm. tagline on my youtube is let's learn grow and evolve together Mm. you know so i love that yeah 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 yeah. so it's a goal for humanity learn grow and evolve together yeah Yeah, well i mean yeah when i was young when i was going through this experience in 2014 i was like didn't know anybody experiencing (laughs) what i was experiencing i didn't have anybody to talk to about it it was like you said just having a friend and somebody Mm -hmm. who can relate with you Mm-hmm. it's like fuck let's do this together you know like let's do this as a team you are not alone absolutely yeah. yeah for sure on the other end of that what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today <sighs> my ego oh <laughs> <laughs> my ego says this deci- i want this decision to be mm-hmm. taken care of and i just uh but at the same time this is my work right now mm-hmm. i get that um what do i not want to see in the world uh, or what do I wish was over with? Honestly, like for, on a macro perspective, I am so excited for us to return in the world mm. to a place 
similar to like the 1950s Mm. um and this I, i say this with you know my own limited knowledge but i know that based off the sociology that i studied and the history that i studied like the 1950s uh 1960s like were a very joyful experience mm-hmm. on a higher uh like macro perspective um and i just yeah I, I really want us to be able to learn the things that we need to learn as a civilization with what we're currently going through now and apply them as quickly as possible so that we can have a higher conscious higher consciousness world where we're tapped into each other on a different level where we're not constantly in that fearful state we're in that loving state we're doing the work on ourselves to heal so that we can come to each other in relationship on a much kinder more accepting more loving level Mm -hmm. um like yeah and the last thing i'll say is for the individual it's like we go through difficult darker periods in our lives and it's inevitable and it's necessary to bring us to the next best version of ourselves Mm -hmm. and i really feel like that's what we're doing on a macro perspective at the moment and we're in the middle of that like dark period right now in the darkness and I think, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for us to come out the other side mm. and just be better as a result. That's a really cool perspective. I really appreciate you sharing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's neat. Hmm. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Wow. See, I didn't get to look at these questions before. Um, <laughs> known and valued. What makes me feel known and valued? Um, I really enjoy just... I think what makes me feel the most valued and I feel what makes me feel the most valued and known and seen is when I could feel the energy of the other person Mm. really just wanting to know me, Mm. to know me, Mm -hmm. just like a totally like, uh, pure intention just to connect and like, also, like, also, I find, like, one thing I'm working right now, working on right now is, like, really to open my heart um, on a higher level. And as a person, like, who has had a lot of anxiety in the past, like, it's it's sometimes easy to just get caught up in the mind. Um, but I find that I feel the most valued when I am at the h- highest level of vulnerability, which is why I like to be vulnerable, because mm-hmm. it... I feel seen and valued, mm-hmm. but when I don't get the feeling of being seen and valued when I am vulnerable, it also sucks. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could shift that up a little bit, but, mm. um, yeah, it's the most rewarding and most painful. Exactly. Yeah. 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 To be, yeah. Yeah. I guess unless you're grounded in yourself, I don't know. Court's out. I'm still working on that one. <laughs> um, you don't have to have all the answers. Jury, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It feels incomplete to me, but that's I'll, okay. I'll let it. Yeah, I'll let it go from Doesn't there. Doesn't always. It's not. You're not complete as a human. Exactly. You have this life left to live, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is just being appreciated mm. for when I show up for people. Mm-hmm. I'm deeply caring, mm-hmm. and for the people that I'm really showing up for, like I show up in my perspective at like a hundred percent, sometimes mm-hmm. ninety nine. 
that's okay but like mm -hmm. really being appreciated for that feels mm -hmm. incredible and mm -hmm. maybe that's my ego speaking but mm. or I'll maybe it's it your anyway. heart maybe it's my heart I don't know <laughs> I mean and you shared in there too just like the authenticity of, of wanting someone to connect with you just for you right. and I think we all desire that like there's so much in this world where it's like well, what can I gain from this person exactly. what does this person have to offer me what do they want from me and, and the simplicity of just knowing another human being for the sake of knowing them for nothing beyond that yeah. is like I don't have to prove anything I don't have to be anything I don't have to do anything I don't have to look like anything have yeah. anything I can just be and they want to simply know who I am and there's there's so much freedom in that oh my gosh yeah, yeah I yeah it, like I can't say it better myself mm. that was an incredible reflection yeah, that's good that's yeah. awesome yeah I agree with that for Thank sure you. Hmm. so you do live in Mexico right now but where do you call home and what makes it home to you yeah that's that's an interesting one for my current circumstances <laughs> um I am learning de like strongly over these past three months I've been living in Mexico that and it sounds cliche but cliches are cliches for a reason mm. um make like my heart is my home like really i'm learning to embody that and i'm not fully there yet but i'm learning to embody that where i could just feel at home no matter where i am in myself because mm -hmm. that is the true home any external experience like it's my you know like you go somewhere and it might feel like home and, and that's awesome like we can have external homes that's cool but like the strongest home is is the one in the heart and as far as a external place to live like connecticut is where i was born and raised and that is home for me on a on a physical plane um and i'm looking for an, another home at the same time right now mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome thank you i love it yeah. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? Making decisions. <laughs> uh, yeah, making making big decisions mm -hmm. um, about travel. Like, yeah, I, I get stuck with decision making quite often. And other times, not at all. It's like I go through the roller coaster of like feeling really strong and grounded in myself. And other times, not at all. Um, and it's in those times where I don't feel grounded at all in myself. That's like the decisions are so hard to make. Um, and that also brings me a lot of insight to what I'm currently experiencing. Um, yeah, I, yeah, getting better at trusting myself and I don't even know if I necessarily have to get better at it mm. or if I just have to allow myself to be it. Mm. Just continue yeah. to do it more. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore? Yeah. Setting boundaries. Mm. Um, yeah, that used to, I used, I'm a recovering people pleaser. Mm. Uh, setting boundaries has liberated me at a level that I still can't fully explain. But so much of my anxiety in the past disappeared once mm -hmm. I was able to know what I need and want, and as a result, be able to set, you know, my boundaries around that. Mm -hmm. um, because I have more time, I have more energy, I have more space for myself to move through things, and that has been deeply, deeply 
healing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there is something about not expecting yourself, you ha- having to measure up to something, to someone else's expectations. It goes back to what you were saying about just being able to be present and desire mm-hmm. someone's company in there and the knowledge and connection of that person. Exactly. And and yeah, I understand that on a personal level too, of yeah. just being able to set up boundaries where it's like, I can be me and if you don't like that, that's okay. Yeah. But it's not my job to make sure that you like who exactly. I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And it's and a hard lesson. Imagine like letting go of that though. Yeah. Like you let mm-hmm. go of other people's expectations, yeah. mm-hmm. your parents, uh, yeah. a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, like mm-hmm. you I free. get to, yeah, it's, it's a literally that is freedom in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. Um, what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? Yeah what am I confident in helping somebody else through or with? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm quite confident in helping people through their anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've had a lot of practice <laughs> with myself and there's parts I'm still working on, you know, like I'm not going to come here and say I'm, you know, perfect in it. Um, there's parts I'm still working on, but I feel deeply confident in understanding the roots of what anxiety is and being able to help people have the understandings, breakthroughs, and some of the tools that are necessary for really coming back to their in, inner self, like their core self, their peace within themselves and their power that mm-hmm. already exists. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of stripping away the conditioning that prevents mm-hmm. us from being there. Mm-hmm. it's like that's Mm -hmm. yeah that's something i feel confident in yeah and getting more confident as days go on because i'm practicing it yeah it's funny too it's like i don't want help from somebody who doesn't understand where i've been i want help from somebody who is where i want to be but Mm -hmm. knows how it feels to to not know how to take that first step yes which is often the scariest yes absolutely every time all right, so this one's a little bit more fun, but um, okay. if you had $10,000 and two weeks you have to spend it in, can't give it away, what are you going to do with it? Uh, do I die at the end of these two weeks, or could I just... Is no, it ongoing? yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's a, a one-time. You don't die. You're still alive. Okay, right, I'm still alive. Okay. Um, <laughs> Never had anyone take it that way before. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, is this, like, this going to pay... I'm a I don't know. I almost want to ask. I almost want to hear that now. Like, okay, so what are you doing the last two <laughs> weeks of your life with ten? We're shifting <laughs> the question $10, now for you. Um, in wow. <laughs> uh, with ten thousand. I mean, ten thousand really isn't much. It's not, it's yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll bring my whole family. But it's like, no, actually, ten thousand is not that much. I'll stick with your original question, <laughs> and then maybe we'll throw a twist on there with the with the death part. I'll take it. <laughs> my original answer, and this is going to be a funny one. Um, it doesn't quite fit today, but it fit a few years ago. It's like I was like, I'll buy Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I'll, give me 10k, I'll buy Bitcoin. Like, we'll buy our own hobby class <laughs> glamping place and and have fun with it. But uh, yeah, ten thousand now. Um, really, just investing it back in myself. Mm-hmm. Like that's where almost all my money has gone honestly the (laughs) amount of money i've spent on coaches and therapy back in the day and seminars like Mm -hmm. i think it's exceeding six figures at this point um i would spend it on that i would spend it Mm -hmm. on 
coaching, a retreat, something of the sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I mean, yeah. everyone spends their money on themselves in some way or another. Right. And it's like, it's just I guess an my expression of what is, they value with it. Yeah. E- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what do you value? I mm-hmm. like to think long term and yeah. Like, yeah. What are you going to gain tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I love that. What do yeah. you gain the most out of it? Yeah, exactly. for sure. Exactly. Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but you can't, maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it well or hear it yet. I'm going to ask you to repeat that question one more time That's so okay. I can really yeah. marinate with me. That's okay. Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but they maybe aren't in a place where they would receive it or hear it or accept it for the heart that maybe you intend it? <laughs> I would say, like, that comes to mind right now. Like, I might get done with this podcast and have a different thought, but mm. I, I, I don't think, I don't mm. think there is anybody. Um and and i'll phrase it this way i was on instagram this morning and i saw this like five regrets from people in like you know in their deathbed essentially Hmm. and one of them was like being able to express their feelings to Mm -hmm. people that they love i for some reason or another downloaded that one when i was young Mm -hmm. i used to have a like when i was really young i had a terrible fear of death so i was like i need you to know this Mm -hmm. now (laughs) and yeah i have always not always but for the most part i have been very good at being able to express my feelings to people my gratitude for people my love for people even when uh, relationships are challenging it used to be challenging for me to share that with my mom yeah it used to be deeply challenging for me to share it with my mom but I expressed it in different ways other than just being direct and saying mm-hmm. like, you know, I love you or I care about you. Mm-hmm. Does that answer the yeah, question? Absolutely. Okay. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, um, I love when I hear that often when people are like, no, I want to make sure that I don't leave anything unsaid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think I, that's the, common. The regret that would be in my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a much freer way to live for sure. Exa- like, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's another huge value you asked mm-hmm. me before. One of my hugest values is also freedom Hmm. i love that yeah on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard to hear about yourself from somebody you love i don't want to be with you Hmm. or that's a big one uh i don't want to be friend like any type of like cutting off of um relationship whether it be with parts of my family if my family is like yeah yeah mm-hmm. parts of my family like if they're like you know um i don't know cut cutting off in, in some respect which is not the case at all or if, mm-hmm. a, per- if a partner is like no nah, like i don't want to be with you anymore um yeah mm-hmm. um otherwise if i was to be told like the things that i truly value and i feel like i'm doing a good job at if somebody was to tell me that i'm not doing a good job at it it would hurt to hear it but obviously at the same time it'd be extremely beneficial to hear it because that is showing me where i'm not showing up the way that i want to which that reflection could be yeah beautiful it it goes back to the same thing of like fear of not measuring up you know Mm -hmm. it's like that rejection area uh those things dig deep Mm -hmm. it speaks a lot to your value and your heart for others and just your desire to like 
not just be seen by them, but also to know that they value the relationship you have to offer them and you have to give them as well. Exactly. And especially with those we care about deeply when it's like yeah. knowing you missed a mark on something. It's yeah. It's painful. And it's painful. But a heart to want to want to improve that and a heart to, to desire that is And to move through that challenge and that pain. Mm-hmm. It's something you you embody very well and, and share quickly, easily. So I, I think that's that. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. It's definitely a work in progress and as I say it, it's like, you know, we're all like my friend dropped this gem yesterday where he said, my authentic self is also the areas where I wasn't authentic. Hmm. And what he meant by that was the authentic self, AKA like this pure self knows what it wants, what it needs, all that even when we get lost in the fear and we make decisions from that place instead of the authentic self that's still extremely authentic because Mm -hmm. it's real for you Mm -hmm. and it's helping you get even closer to the core of who you are Mm -hmm. instead of dabbling in those areas that um you might have picked up along the way from other people's bad habits or core beliefs Mm. yeah absolutely (laughs) what would you say makes you feel at peace really just being centered in myself Mm. like when i first started to experience that after experiencing anxiety and Mm. growing up in a very anxious household um being centered in myself and what i want and being able to set the boundaries and follow my intuition (sighs) wow like (laughs) relief relief at a high level that brings me peace to know that i am on the right path um, then my mind isn't elsewhere like, should I be doing that? Should I be doing mm. this? You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say your life feels steady or uncertain right now? To bottle that all up into one it would be difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Is, is difficult for me. There's parts that are heavily uncertain. Mm. There's parts that are certain. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm working on right now, my mission, what I feel called to be doing feels quite certain my location and some parts of my like uh you know like relationship and connections parts of my life Mm -hmm. some of it is uncertain Mm -hmm. other parts are also quite certain uh yeah i guess there's more uncertainty than certainty especially just because Mm -hmm. i don't know where i am going to be living physically and that does play a role Mm mm-hmm but I, like I said, like I feel more grounded in myself than I ever have before. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Make with that. You no, know, make peace, it that peace and steadiness on the inside and the external is uh, yeah. a shift when it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not all rainbows and certainty inside, though. Like, of course. Like I said, <laughs> like the decision this morning alone is mm-hmm. uh, definitely like uh, choppy, choppy waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this one's always a little bit of a loaded question, but is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that maybe they wouldn't receive well coming from you, but something you'd want them to hear or understand or a truth you'd like them to know? Yeah. And you said specifically something that they... They would not normally receive from you being a man. Ah, So something you might say to women... um, Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I have and just un- like maybe many things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it says. Yeah. No. Um, 
I really like where we're at in like a like you know global consciousness shift in mm-hmm. terms of like how women and men are coming together to do things mm-hmm. and how women are like people are realizing like I guess I should say men are are more <laughs> realizing like just how important it is to like ha- like the the feminine energy the nurturing mm-hmm. all of the aspects of the feminine are so important to have in this ridiculously rigid world mm-hmm. that we've been living in this hierarchical world that has been male dominated for so long um there's just a gentleness and ease that that women bring but what i want to say to women also is um wow um i want to say i i think that i I just want to bring up that like men have feelings too like Mm -hmm. i i think i think that's what i want to say is Mm -hmm. men also feel deeply (laughs) maybe not all men just as all women don't necessarily feel deeply but men also feel Mm -hmm. deeply Mm-hmm. And there is a lot below the surface that the previous context of what a man should be does not account for. <laughs> I I really love that you did that, and you brought up femininity in that. And I think that there's so much culturally that like there's there's male and female. Yeah, we have sex, we have gender, and and the, the feminine and the masculine. And of course, and, and yeah. Culture and society put those things in a place where it's like they're not encompassed into one individual men have aspects of what culture defines as feminine and women have aspects of what yeah. culture defines as masculine and, well and there is beauty in both of those and I love that you really brought that up and I love that you introduced yeah. that in that way that yeah there's there's emotions and there's feelings in oh, men so and it much. makes them men and there's emotions and feelings in women and it makes them women and there's strength and power whatever we want to categorize as a man in a woman as well yeah so yeah let's not tunnel that yeah it, oh I my gosh it. i, I so really love that you that. said that because i feel like I the that. most powerful people mm-hmm. are balanced mm-hmm. in their masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. and my gosh to have the ability to have the strength of the masculine energy of like some some of the structure and some of the like pounce on things as a tiger but mixed with the creativity Mm -hmm. and the nurturing and some of the softness of Mm -hmm. the feminine energy like you mix those things together and you have the like rawest form of like Mm -hmm. power Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in my perspective yeah 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 who who, who decided that creativity and and power are only reserved for one yeah yeah they're not. They're, They're human. Not. They're, those are human traits. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It's I love so that. well said. That's awesome. All right. So, and if public speaking is a fear, we'll let that go. But if you were to have 10,000 people or a large audience before you and you were to share with them uh, a bit of wisdom, life advice, or just something you'd want to leave people with, a life lesson, what would you share? You can't control what happens, mm. but you can control how you respond. Mm. Amen. That is the biggest thing that has ever come to my life. Mm. There's many other quotes I could probably shoot off, but that is the essence of being free. Mm. That's advice that I would say anyone listening, listen up to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you it. you are not you know, in control of what life deals you, but you are always in control of how you respond. Yes. Every single time. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you for that. Of course. What is something you wish people knew about your culture? Hmm. Um, 
something new about my culture. I'm like, do I talk about like my um, uh, American Italian culture living in like the United States? Do I talk about just Italian by itself? Um, However you would define it. Yeah. I like what I want people to know is that it's like the the like loving like big Sunday dinner aspect of the Italian family. I don't want it to be just for Italians. Like I want it to be for <laughs> everybody. You know, it's like let's all get together and just like mm-hmm. have a good time. Um, yeah, I, I think that's how I want to answer that one, uh, and just kind of bringing that jovial Italian energy to anybody who wants it. If you don't mm-hmm. want it, don't take it. Obviously, <laughs> but like, come get some pizza and some, you know and some good pasta and vegans are welcome i'm vegan so it's like we can have really good food even if we're italian and vegan um yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. like i think that's that's what i would like to share yeah what is something you love about your culture um i think i think just that is our care for because like my parents although they're not first generation off the boat italian they still have a lot of the italian like you know from italy type of ways of going about life and one of the things i love is just like the love for food my mother is an incredible cook Mm. and with that like the essence behind the love for food is the like joy that i see in my mom when she wants you know when she's cooking for Mm. you know 10 people or or seven people and although there's a lot of you know stress and maybe some anxiety (laughs) involved with that like at the same time it's it's awesome to just the giving aspect of the of the culture for Mm -hmm. sure yeah i know that one on a personal level i love i I love i love cooking for a group of people on a sunday dinner it's it's a beautiful thing yeah Yeah. next time you're back in the states you're gonna have to join us (laughs) for sure listen you say it i'll be there perfect <laughs> is there anything that you're not proud of about your culture yeah i th- i think and again i i speak for italian americans i'm not trying to say mm-hmm. i'm from italy um i think it's getting comfortable with like there's a certain stigma around like sicilian people where it's like oh you know they're fiery they're like they're angry you know like that type of <laughs> i'm laughing because i hear that all the time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's like oh you know they 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 are loud they bite you know that type of mm. experience um i think i i don't like when anybody gets stuck in one identity um i mean i, I it's not that i don't like it it's just that i feel like we don't have to stick there like if this has been you know like the cultural norm like let's still continue to evolve it so that instead of having a family feud mm. not that i'm referencing any of my experiences <laughs> but like the it's like instead of getting caught in like well this is how italians are we're angry and you know and we're and we eat good food mm. and it's like well but we don't have to just be angry yeah. we can eat good food and be happier and deal with some of the stuff that came across our plate and mm. yeah and just have fun as a result yeah no i does that make sense yes. Am I making, okay. no very much so okay. yeah yeah just because something has always been a certain way doesn't mean we need to keep demanding it define us exactly yeah yeah for sure definitely yeah yeah for sure do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life 
Um, I have a good idea of where it is right now. That's fine. Uh, if it changes in a couple years and it and whenever it changes, then it changes. But where I am right now, I feel quite confident and grounded in just the purpose of continuing to awaken myself in every moment and every opportunity and while I do that also helping other people mm-hmm. awaken themselves because life is just much more fun that way <laughs> like if I didn't do the work that I did I would not be sitting next to you in Tulum mm-hmm. right now um, so it's it's really just like if you want to say it differently it's like my purpose is to enjoy life and help other people enjoy life too a, that's a good gift that's to give yourself and to give others. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if you do have any, but do you have a favorite tattoo and why? Um, I have one tattoo. Okay. So it's, it's, it gets to be your favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, when I was, yeah, when I was 17, I have one tattoo. It says, it says one life. Okay. I did not get this because of Drake saying YOLO. <laughs> um, I got it myself and a couple of friends. Um, also got it like brothers from when i was a young kid and i got it in montreal on a on a travel trip visiting one of them and it has a whole story behind it and it's, <laughs> it's yeah it's one of my favorites you know the sentiment yeah. sentimentality the of memories it. behind it yeah. yeah yeah exactly that's awesome so you have quite a few talents as a human being and <laughs> and in life but what are three talents that you do not have that you wish you did wow okay um really threw me for a loop on that one <laughs> i was like here are my strengths like, i'll tell you where all are they going oh never mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um talents that i wish i had i think one of them is like one of them i, I i'm just like thinking about my friends i'm like you know what friends do i really admire and for what <laughs> one of them is just being extremely musically inclined mm. i find like people who are just natural musicians to be one of the most incredible things to witness like one of my friends here he has an incredible voice he can play the guitar he can play the drums like he's just so naturally gifted that's one talent um the second talent is quite different and that is just being really savvy with numbers Mm. Um, I think that that could really benefit anybody in life um, because with that, I think, comes more confidence in business, Mm -hmm. which I guess is really what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is, I forget what company has it, but there's a tagline called aggressively laid back. (laughs) And when I think about that, it's like aggressive, which means like high energy, but also laid back. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it could just mean just like extremely laid back. I don't know. But the way <laughs> I'm thinking about it is, although I can come off as laid back mm. um, quite often, and a lot of the time I am, I also have a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, and so just to, I, I wouldn't even say this is a talent because this is something that I, I'm building and it's happening. But to finish the thought, it's just experiencing more just chillness i feel like some people are talented at being chill Mm -hmm. so yeah i I guess if that makes if that makes sense yeah those are three talents um 
and there's more that I'm sure will come to my mind at some point. But <laughs> He's going to be like, wait, let me add that I'm later. Like, I have so many things I want to be better at. <laughs> that's a good way to be, though. Always wanting to learn. Always wanting to add something and Sometimes to that. it's exhausting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. What is something you've accomplished that you are really proud of? I am... I told you about that, that uh, Bali trip, mm-hmm. that Indonesia trip. Mm-hmm. Really, really grateful for getting to that place where I could do something like that um then that was in that was years ago now that was in 2019 time goes so fast (laughs) um but also like it's just a personal journey like where i've gotten in myself my 18 year old self would be Hmm. so grateful for and so like proud of um so, so yeah those are a couple big accomplishments and aside from that there's just like more human stuff like making good investments that Mm -hmm. have allowed me to be here the way that i'm here Mm -hmm. um but yeah those those are those are a bit more meaningful that's really cool i like that thank you Hmm. um is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you anything else um I mean, not really. It's just like take it, you know, whatever <laughs> I shared, I guess this is what I was meant to share now. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I put you through a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was r- pretty vulnerable. No, There's also like, so. I think right now at some level I am like, I, I play on that level. Like we talked about the channel between fear and love. Mm-hmm. And I think the right now I came into this podcast just a little bit with that you know uh some fear in my body Mm. which i'm sure changed how i responded to your questions versus if i came like a hundred percent in my power Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i I guess i'm just yeah constantly making some of the shifts coming Mm -hmm. back to ourselves coming back to myself um yeah, I, I don't know what I'm try- really trying no, to accomplish I, I with think that. But I, I really appreciate you trusting me with your story, a part of your life, yeah, with sure. who you are, with some deep things about how you've experienced life. So I just mm. want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing thank space you. with me, for sharing a conversation with me, yeah. and uh, allowing me to um, let others hear a part of who you are. Yeah, I, and I, I appreciate the platform so much. It's mm-hmm. so fun to do these um, and just be able to be seen mm-hmm. uh, without really, like, anything other than being seen mm-hmm. um but if people are more interested in mm-hmm. hearing either part of my story or are just more interested in like being able to if somebody's listening with anxiety like have less anxiety or move through their anxiety come back to their themselves mm-hmm. as people with anxiety often say it's like i just want to come back to like you know me mm-hmm. um i have a youtube channel with many videos up uh it's just my name Marcello we'll link it all for sure yeah i'll definitely link all that for everybody to be able so definitely check them out give them a follow on instagram on youtube um and you have a podcast as well right i do my podcast is just kind of like for fun right now um my main thing has been youtube but Mm -hmm. the podcast has been great uh my podcast is called being intentional with Marcello greca um and yeah i listened to an episode the other day yeah, after we boy. met and it was really cool and i was like I'm oh this glad. is awesome i love the conversation so. that was a fun one for yeah. sure yeah um yeah so that's awesome yeah there's, those are a couple of things i'm doing and i also i host meditations every mm-hmm. sunday morning at like uh 9 a.m new york eastern time and those will all be up on my youtube or oh, cool. on insight timer awesome. quite soon yeah 
So you guys can tune into where you are, ever you end up in the world. Exactly. And Zoom. join him for that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely link all of that stuff at the bottom for anybody who's listening in that wants to just get to follow along with you, get to know more about you, or would like to work with you. So I just really, really appreciate your time and, and everything. So I appreciate you heavily. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.